come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And we are here post-Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm still so full. I I, am stuffed. Like a turkey? No, I didn't actually have any turkey. No, we didn't, actually. We went to Universal Studios, which was really crowded. Big surprise. Yeah. And um, and had fun in Orlando. So we ate, but we didn't eat, like, crazy amounts. No, we didn't have the normal Thanksgiving meal. I tell you what, though. I, I am very thankful for a lot of things. Are you thankful for stuff? I am, absolutely. One of the things I'm thankful for are the reviews we've been getting on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, please go over there. Give us a five-star. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Give us as many stars as you think we deserve. Review. And leave us some words over there on iTunes so that uh, we know how we're doing. And it also helps to promote the podcast. iTunes is just the best way to do that. If you have another way, that's appreciated as well. But iTunes is is really the controlling force of podcasts, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. We love hearing from you guys. We want to get better. We want to know what you like. And we just want to hear from you. I know what you like. You know what I like. I know what you like. I, I know what you are like too but i know what you like yes in fact well you know we got some holiday stuff coming up that includes gifts absolutely so we thought we would not only know what each other like but maybe what other cruisers like yeah so we came up with a list a list of what a list of things to buy matt for christmas or a list of things to buy Kimbra for Christmas. Or a list of things that to buy that cruiser in your life. That's right. Do you have a cruiser? Let me just take a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have a cruiser in your life? Do you need to get them a gift? Well, you've come to the right place. Because we have over 50 different gift ideas that we are about to bring to you right now. And if you buy all of them today, you get a free set of Ginsu knives. Except you don't get those knives, so don't actually hopes you get them. And we don't actually sell any of these things. But they're all things you can buy. Well, most of them you can buy. Some of them you can't buy. But we'll talk about those as we get into the list. Like happiness. That's not on the list. But you can't buy happiness. But you can give it as a gift? No. Okay. Well, we've broken our list down into different categories. And the first one we're going to do is called pre-post-cruise. So before the cruise? Or after the cruise. Or before after the cruise. That's what pre and post means as far as I'm aware. So that's what we're talking about right now. And I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off with uh, with something that I think is, is rather odd. So right now, if you are the sort that celebrates Christmas, then you may have put up a dead tree in your home. Just recently people tend to do that around this time of year and then they add things to it they hang things from it lights 
tinsel, cats. Wait, maybe that cats hang themselves. For birds. Birds. That is true. I used to have little birds uh, yeah. clip on the trees. And, and other accoutrements. And, um, you know, themed ornaments are pretty popular. Why not get cruise-themed ornaments for that cruiser in your life? You could get a ship. You could get, you know, whatever they like to do on cruises. A little martini, a little margarita, a little... An ornament from your favorite port that you visited or that they visited. Ooh. Yeah, but be careful because, you know, the last thing people want is if they got the cruise blues is to get a gift from all the places you've been, (laughs) reminding them that they are not on that cruise. That's true. Unless it's like your mom. If it's your mom, she doesn't care. You can get her whatever she wants. She's going to be happy. Or maybe that's just our moms because our moms are definitely like that. That's true. I could give my mom a piece of paper with a booger swiped on it and she'd be like, yes, you are a great daughter. Except for you shouldn't repeat that gift again. You mean I shouldn't give her another piece of paper with a booger on it? No, that's gross. Okay. Don't do that. That's really gross. And don't judge me. Now, one thing you did get, though, is the next thing on our list, right? I did. So a couple years ago... I knew that I had a cruise booked, and I had some pretty janky luggage. So I asked my mom for some new luggage and a passport. Oh, okay. Now, uh, what kind of luggage did you end up getting? Um, it's a, I think it has three pieces, rolling set. It's luggage. Is it? Is it like? Is it like one of those? florally bright colored i don't know why i'm asking you i know what your luggage looks like it's in our closet it's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you can definitely get them some luggage that's a good idea and then you said a passport yeah a passport like i know that that's not really used or necessary on all cruises but it's makes it a lot easier than trying to find your birth certificate and your driver's license and then not losing it it's a lot easier just to have that passport and if something happens and you get left in a port then you may have a harder time getting home without a passport because you can't fly out of, say, Grand Cayman without that passport. You have to come back with the ship, basically. So, yeah, I definitely recommend passports. I know you don't have to have a passport, but I would say get a passport. And, uh, and, and here's the thing about getting a passport. You might say, but Matt, if they are a cruiser in your life, don't they already have a passport? Well, that may be the case, but you know what happens every several years with a passport? It expires. Yes, less melodically, but yes, it expires. So if you have a cruiser in your life and their passport is coming up on expiration, maybe you could pay to have it renewed. And then it's good for, I think it's, what is it, 10 years? It's good for 10 years. 10 years, one decade. That is a 10-year gift. Yeah, so you only have to get them something in another 10 years. All right, what what else is a good cruise gift for cruisers? Um, well, I mean, I guess a passport holder for that passport you've gotten them. Oh, that's true. You have a really fancy, like, Harry Potter one, don't you? I do. I got that one myself, though, at Universal Studios, my favorite place. Well, if you get a passport holder, it's a good way to keep track of your passport. Make sure you don't lose it. And if you get one like Kimbra, you can apparently look really cool. I mean, it's... it's, I don't have a passport holder. You don't? Maybe I should get you one. Maybe you should. That would be a great cruise gift. It would be a a good cruise gift. I mean, you can get me anything on this list and pretty much... 
I think all of it would be fine. Anyway, yes, passport holder, good idea. And then the next thing is something I actually want to get for Christmas or before Christmas or whatever whatever reason to buy gifts. There are other holidays out there. What birthdays, is, What Hanukkah. is it, Matt? Tell me what it is. It's packing cubes. To pack all of your... Ice. No. The packing cubes are a sort of an, another wonder of the world. If you have not used packing cubes, then the way they work is they're little usually mesh cubes. They're actually more like rectangular box-shaped things. They come in different sizes. You can get fancy ones, expensive ones, inexpensive ones. But the beauty of them is that you can put your clothes in them and get that really kind of tight fit with your clothes. I like to roll my clothes. That's how I roll when I pack. And then you can fit a lot more into your suitcase. Keep it organized. So if you're a person that likes organization, if you're a person that likes to save space, you want to use less luggage, packing cubes are a way you can do that. I've never used packing cubes, so... Maybe you can get me some of those for Christmas too. Maybe, maybe I'll share mine. You gonna, you gonna be able to share yours? I can share. You, you don't use all of them. I mean, I I don't have any right now, so that's true. <laughs> Depends on how many I get. <laughs> but you get me some, and packs. I'll get you some. Yeah, that'll work. That'll, Great, that'll work. All right, what else? Um, a bank. A bank. You want somebody to get somebody a bank? Yeah, like a piggy bank. Oh, a piggy bank. Or like a cruise. You have a piggy bank. I do. It's not specifically for cruising, though. Like, this one could be, like, cruise fund bank. Wait a minute. That piggy bank is not just for cruising? Why do I keep putting all my loose change in there? Because it's for piggies. <laughs> so it's for food? Is that what it's for? <laughs> no, it's for... Oh, Kumi! I can't do Miss Piggy. Been watching a lot of Muppets lately. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be for a cruise. Right now, we've got a um, maybe a drink. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A mildly expensive drink. Yeah, but, you know, people need to save for cruises. One way is to put that extra change in or put that extra cash in there. And um, a fun piggy bank would be a way to do that. Hey, if you really like the person, you could actually prime it with some cash to start off with. Ooh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Now, when people get back from their cruise, they start to get the cruise blues. And one of the ways to stave off the cruise blues is to just kind of relive those memories. Of course, I like to do videos, but photography is a great way as well. So you could get people like a photo album and they could put all their cruise pictures in a photo album. Um, another thing that would be kind of cool if you have access to their cruise pictures, like say it's somebody that you've cruised with, you could take pictures and you could go to one of those online places like um, uh, Shutterfly or one of those things, and you could make like a photo book that you could get printed. They also have like those digital frames. Oh, that would be cool. So you could just upload the pictures on there and then they could have that. So kind of the same idea, except new and modern. Yes. Not and, not so old school. Yeah, and, and wasteless paper. Although there is something about flipping through the pages yeah. of a book that just can't be replaced. It's it's old, but it's good. <laughs> um so another one that I'm considering asking for this year for Christmas is like scuba certification. Oh, okay. Scuba certification is something that, yeah, we're going to try and get you scuba certified in the next month or so. So maybe 
you might be scuba certified for our February cruise. Yeah, that would be cool. We'll see how it goes. And if that happens, we may be scuba diving in Grand Cayman. We'll see. We'll see. But, yes, if you have somebody in your life that is a cruiser that enjoys exploring the underwater world, then uh, if they don't already scuba dive, consider getting them scuba certified. It, it's going to vary. The price varies depending on where you are. I know our friend Roy, he was living in Mississippi, and the price was like stupid expensive. I think he was quoted like $800 to get... Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Down here, we've been going to a lot of dive shops lately, like getting some new gear and stuff like that. So uh, I've been asking around, and the average price for scuba certification down here is closer to around... Three hundred dollars is what I think we've been seeing. Three hundred. That one we saw was four hundred. Yeah, probably. So, well, I would three say four hundred. Yeah, and and what really what it depends on. Partially, it depends on on the instructor, but also where you're going to do your checkoff dives and and uh, if you're going to go like to a local spring, you may not have any fees. If they have a pool, you may not have any fees. So there's some some variability, but um, if you're paying more than five hundred dollars to get scuba certified. Uh, that's a lot of money. I would say you could get three to four hundred dollars is is what I would target for a pretty good deal. Or if you know somebody, like say we do, yeah, get get yourself a <laughs> um, personal scuba instructor, yes. and see if you can get yourself a little discount. We'll see if that works out for us. If it does, then then you know I'll I'll pay for your scuba certification. Oh, it's thank you. Pretty much going to be free. Almost. But... <laughs> well, speaking of of money. I mean, who doesn't like money? And uh, the next thing you could do is if you have that cruiser and you know that they like to sail on a certain cruise line or maybe they have some cruises booked, you could actually get them a gift card. And what that can do is, is they can use that to probably pay off their cruise or to book a new cruise. So that's that's always a good idea. You can, I mean, you can get them, and we've got gift cards and things we're going to talk about. We're just straight up cash we're going to talk about. But, but really, if you get them, the thing about getting them like a cruise line specific gift card is then they can't like go, oh, I really need that money to pay off this bill. They have to use it towards their cruise, and that you know that's what you want from people when you get people gifts. You want them to get something fun and enjoyable, uh, not you know just to make it like bill money. I mean, sometimes you got to do that, but. Get them, a, get them a cruise line gift card. It's a good idea. Absolutely. And the final thing on this list is a travel map. On the pre-post cruise list. Correct. So we got a lot more to cover. Oh, yeah. This this specific pre-post cruise list. So what is a travel map? That's like Google? <laughs> no. So, so I couldn't really find exactly what I was thinking of in my head when so, searching so for just, it. You just made this up. I, I mean, I kind of made it up. Yeah, so like a map where you can mark where you've traveled to. So, for example, I recently had a birthday, and my friend got me a keychain that you can get little rings for to show each country that you've been to. See, I was thinking The Hobbit, one ring to rule them all, and with the map, and now you're just taking me right there. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that would be really cool to have some sort of map where you can mark some of the, the places that you've been on a cruise. Yeah. I like that idea. But we couldn't really find that. No. So we thought maybe we should make it. That would be really cool. And and I'm not sure exactly what that would look like, but uh, I, I, I do like to draw maps. And you actually did a really good map for Inktober. 
So maybe we could do a map. If you guys are interested in that, like a map that we could somehow, I don't know, we'll get it printed or something, and you could hang it on your wall in your, your cruise room, your cruise nostalgia room, and then maybe something that you could add to it to put where you've been. I don't know, if that's something that appeals to you guys, let us know, and we will look into maybe trying to create something like that down the road. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Or at least maybe we'll just make one for us and see how that goes. Okay. If, if you are interested in that, let us know. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Dot com. And now let's move on to For the Cabin. So these are things that would be useful for the cabin? Yes. And this is, I think, our longest list. Most of our uh, lists, our different categories, have a similar number of items on them. But this one had a couple more. So do you want to do the first thing on the list, or do you want me to do it? Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> what, are you trying to say you need it more than me? Oh, no, I'm trying to see it say that you need it more than me. Oh, oh, well, that depends on how you take that. Tell us what it is. Poo-pourri. So if you're not familiar with poo-pourri, it's magic, and you spray it on the commode before you deposit things into it. And then what it does is it creates a film, not like a movie, but like a like just like a layer that that traps the odor. And so you don't disturb the rest of the cabin as much with your with all of your deposits. deposits. Yes. <laughs> now, when you say I need it more than you, is that because because it's going to smell really bad for me? So, no, that is not what I mean. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Okay, all right, fine. Well, so poopery, and there's some other. I saw some other like off-brand poopery things out there on the market now. But I have used poopery. Have you used poopery? I haven't. I have used it. It is it is effective. It does work. It is exactly what it says, and it works. So yeah. Now now when you get to your room, a lot of people are paranoid about the cleanliness of their stateroom and so what they like to do is they like to clean it i leave that up to the staff that are very capable of cleaning but if you are one of those people that is concerned about getting some sort of disease or or getting sick i totally understand that and so if your cruise person in your life is kind of a germaphobe or just maybe smart then you might want to get them a little kit. You could make up this kit of things like wipes and cleaning stuff that they could take with them that's easy. So when they get into their room, they can wipe down the, the, all the handles of things, the phone, the door handles. They can just clean, clean, clean till their little hearts are content. And that will decrease their odds of getting sick. So speaking of getting sick, how about a first aid kit? Oh, okay. First aid kit. That's a good idea. What would you put in a first aid kit? So I would probably include like seasickness medication, like Dramamine or something of that sort. Um, maybe like Excedrin for headaches, some Tums for upset tummy. Yeah, that's a, that is maybe one of the most important things you can bring on a cruise is something for like upset stomachs and heartburn because you're going to be eating on that cruise. And you know you're going to be eating on that cruise. You know you're going to be eating a lot on that cruise. And then you're going to be probably some of you are going to be drinking on the cruise. Maybe you could put some Pedialyte in there if you're a really heavy drinker for 
keeping from getting dehydration, headache stuff. Yeah. What else you got? Band-Aids. I could use Band-Aids before, and, and I need to start bringing them because I've had some incidents where I needed a Band-Aid and uh, had to borrow some or didn't have them. Band-Aids are important. Yeah, and like sunburn lotion. Yes. I don't usually get sunburn on there, but it could. it's a thing. It could happen for sure if you're not careful. Also, we talked about the dangerous sea creatures. Uh, you might want to bring some anti-itch stuff, maybe some hydrocortisone uh, maybe something like a, um, what do you call it? When when you, and, and a histamine would be good. Also antibiotics. These are things that I know that you may need because I've needed them on a cruise and not had them. So anti-itch can be good too because say you go to like Roatan, Honduras or someplace, there are these things called sand flies that can bite you and they make mosquitoes look like a good idea. So they will be super itchy. Uh, sometimes you get stung by a jelly. It gets itchy afterwards. Antibiotics. If you get cut, scraped, you want to have antibiotic stuff. I actually had a, an issue with my ear, like the outside of my ear got really infected and it was hurting really, really bad. Put a little antibiotic cream on it. It was good to go. So that's all stuff that's super important. Even if you don't get that for your cruiser in your life, Get that for yourself when you're going on the cruise because that, you know, that's your that's your medication. You can buy it if the ship's not at port. You can buy it in their little gift shop areas, but you're going to pay for it. Just bring it with you. Just go to Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, wherever, and make a little packet. But that's a great thing to give as a gift. What else we got? So one of the things that is good if you're traveling with people, not just solo cruising, is to have a way to communicate with them. One of the ways people do that is with little dry erase boards or post-it notes that you can then put up in the cabin. So say that uh, say that you and I were cruising together and I came back to the cabin and you weren't there and I was like, man, I just realized they're having like Jacusto trivia up on the main deck and I don't want to miss it because that's something that'll never happen. So I can't find you. I'm waiting for you. So I just write on the little whiteboard, hey, I went to Jacusto trivia and then when you get back, you're not like, oh, where is Matt? He's not here. He said he'd be here. And so that can be very beneficial. Is that what I sound like? No. That's good. <laughs> Another really good idea would be a USB hub. Why would you need a USB hub? To charge all those devices. Are you saying that people have things that need to be charged in 2019? Yes. And they charge with USBs? Yes. Most of them, right? Pretty much all of them. And, you know, you can't bring the power strip onto Royal Caribbean, apparently, at all. And Carnival says only if it's got no surge protector. And who knows what the other cruise lines are going to change it to. So the USB hub, as far as I know, is still the way to go. You can charge a bunch of your stuff at the same time, which you're going to need to do, most likely, if you got lots of stuff, which we have lots of stuff. We have lots of stuff, lots. and we've got... New lots of stuff. And New, yes, we got cameras, we got all kinds of stuff. Phones, yep. iPads. Yep, all the stuff. All the so, stuff. So, USB hub, great idea. Now, Kimbra, did you know that most crew cat, crew, crew, what's a crew? Did you know that most cruise cabins have metal walls? I had no idea. They do, they have metal walls, and because of that, 
You can bring magnetic things and they will attract to the metal wall. Like clips? Like clips and hooks. And if you are like me and have a bunch of hats, it's a great way to, to hang your hat in, on the wall so you don't have to stack them somewhere. I just have hats hanging on the wall. But you can hang other things too. Now, most of the hooks I've found will kind of slide down the wall if you put too much weight on them. So don't expect to be able to put a ton of things on them. They do make magnetic hooks that are supposed to hold different amounts of weight. But uh, that you're probably going to have some some sliding going on. So keep that in mind. But for lightweight things, they work absolutely wonderfully. That sounds like a really good idea. Another really good idea would be some snacks. Scooby snacks? <laughs> Scooby Snacks only if you're a dog. Oh, well, that's probably... I don't really want Scooby Snacks. What are Scooby Snacks anyway? They're dog treats. Are they? Yeah. Just, how do you know? Because Reno's had them before. What, you can actually buy Scooby Snacks? Absolutely. Did you ever try one? No, I'm not a dog. But you could still eat one. I mean... Have you ever eaten a dog treat? No. But I know Mark, my friend Mark has... I have, too. Like the fresh-baked ones? You have, I but have. not a Scooby Snack? Not a Scooby Snack. Well, the Scooby Snacks are good enough for me. Well, well no, the ones that I tried, like, smelled like yummy sugary butter cookies. I, I like the smell of, like, the um, the ones that are, like, bacony. What are they called? Kibble, like, like not kibbles and bacon strips? Bacon strips, yeah. But I wouldn't actually Yeah, I don't think I'd want to try one of those. No. Yeah. I used to get Reno birthday cakes for his birthday back when we lived near a... Doggy Bakery, and I've tried that before. Doggy Bakery. Anyway, what kind of snacks are you going to get for people on cruises? Anything sealed, so you can take on er, sealed... Er, er. Sorry, sorry. I would have done the singer, but I don't know any of his songs, so... I, just, I think, is he from St. Louis? I, I don't know. Anyway, what 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 is sealed? Yeah, so you can take items and snacks onto the ship with you if it's sealed, so not opened not that's typically what sealed means right well you just asked what sealed was okay well so, i just wanted to put a pinniped in it okay yeah so a sealed snack so candy ginger is good i like to bring ginger mm -hmm. candies one because i like ginger candies but two that's a good natural thing that helps with like upset stomachs which could be from seasickness or if you happen to eat too much food which you will yeah I also like black licorice, things you can't necessarily get on the ship unless you're on certain ships, like maybe the ones that have the cherry on top have all kinds of candy, but you're going to pay a lot less for it before. So that's a good way to give somebody like a little care package before they get on the ship. I like that. I like yeah. That. Of course, once you get on the ship and you're in your cabin, sometimes it gets pretty dark, especially if you have a room with no view, like a like a windowless room like a no balcony room like an interior room that's a word you could use to describe it an interior room and so one thing you could do is you could get a nightlight and stick it in the bathroom or something the only thing is you might want to get a battery powered nightlight because the the little outlets are at a high premium so you don't want to waste it on a nightlight if you got to plug in your usb hubs and stuff but you could get a battery operated one or you could maybe plug it in sometimes the bathrooms have an outlet sometimes they don't but you get get a nightlight and that way when you get up in the middle of the night it won't be pitch black because you know how normally you turn the lights off you go to bed it's really dark but then after like 15 20 minutes you kind of can see in the dark 
that doesn't happen when there's no light in the room. It's just dark. You get up after three hours and it's still just as dark as when you first turn the lights out. So, yeah. Yeah. Another thing would be an alarm clock. Beep, 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 beep. I'm into sound effects today. An alarm clock. What a great idea. I mean, some people use their phones. Yeah. You use your phone. I do. However, there was a cruise that I went on that I somehow managed to, like, turn it. I don't know. I turned some setting on when I was out of port, and it completely messed up the time on yeah, it. Yeah, time. Yeah, because you might be in different time zones, and your phone and the ship might not agree, and so it can get confusing. So just get a an alarm clock. One, you can set it up to where you can see like the the numbers. So when you wake up, because that's what the, happens the to time. me. Yeah, the time. Yeah, the time. Yes. Do you have the time? Um, so if you wake up like me in the middle of the night and you're like, oh my gosh, is it seven in the morning or is it seven in the afternoon? Is that even a thing? Seven. In the evening. And did I miss the whole day? Because I'm paranoid. So having a clock to look at, well, that probably wouldn't help me if it said seven. No, I could see the PM or AM dot. Anyway, having a clock would ease your mind. Plus, it's just one more way to wake you up. And if you're really worried about it, set your phone and the alarm clock. And then you got ooh, double whammy. Definitely going to wake up for that excursion. Absolutely. Now, if you really want to give an awesome, fantastic gift to that cruiser in your life, and they have a cruise booked, here's an idea. This is going to cost you a little bit, but why not give them a room upgrade? Ooh. I know, right? And and you could do this. Maybe they've got one of those dark interior rooms booked. And you go, you know what? I'm going to upgrade you guys to a an ocean view. Or a balcony. Or a suite. Or, I don't know, some fancier suite. But that's, you know, you'd probably have to talk to the person and let them know you wanted to do that. I don't know that you could surprise them with that gift. But what an appreciated gift that would be. That would be a super awesome gift. Yes, absolutely. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Kimbra, Matt, are you crazy? Nobody's going to get somebody a room upgrade for a Christmas gift or a holiday gift or a birthday gift. But guess what? We didn't think of this out of thin air. This is actually something that's happening to us. That's right. Mama Sandy is upgrading our October cruise room. She is. She's. We were going to do an interior, and now we're getting a balcony. We sure are. So, yeah, and it is extremely appreciated. It's going to be amazing because we're going to be next to her and on the, and then also next to Charlie and Bev. We're going to have three rows of balconies conjoined. So it's basically like... A giant three-room balcony space. It's going to be a very long, narrow balcony. It'll be really cool. Yeah. So that's a real possibility. Upgrade the room. Now, the next thing we want to do is we want to go for the whole ship. Like things you would use throughout your whole experience on the ship. So we got about 10 or so of these. What do we want to start with? So I'm going to start with the reusable water bottle. Good idea. Why a reusable water bottle? So you can carry it with you everywhere. Yeah, those little cups are little. That's why I call them little cups. And you might get thirsty. 
And so you could take a, a water bottle that actually has a lid on it and stuff. You could put ice in there. You could put, you don't have to just put water in there. Oh, no, no. You could put tea. You could put lemonade. You could put the fancy waters from the Royal Caribbean ship on there. You could put whatever you want in there as long as, you know, you pay for it, I guess. And then you could take it down to your room and you got it down there. Throw it in your little mini fridge or just keep it chilled. If it's like a Yeti or one of those cups that keeps things cold, you're good. You're yeah. good to go. I've got one of those Tervis stainless steel water bottles, and it keeps stuff cold forever. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you are going to be on a ship nowadays, you know that straws are going the way of the dodo so that we don't lose other animals. Uh, straws are a good way to start that. But anyway... Uh, Here's the thing. You may not want or like the paper straw. Maybe you need a straw. There is a solution. It's a very simple solution. Reusable straws. What a great gift, not just for cruising, but for life in general. You can get people reusable straws and you can get them in different widths so that when they're sucking down that Miami Vice on the carnival ship or that frozen margarita on any ship, what's that What's that drink called? The... Um, Ah, the one that, that uh, John Klaikowski can never get a hold of. You know it out there. It's it's from Haiti. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. If you need one of those, you need a bigger bore straw, or maybe you just like to consume alcohol faster, or whatever you're drinking. You can get them a, a reusable straw. So you can not only get it in different widths, you can get it in different materials. Oh, like like what? Velvet, satin, leather, lace? Nope. Oh. What kind of materials? There's metal, bamboo, silicone. Oh, those are all good choices. And if you don't get the metal ones and you're drinking that frozen drink, your lips are going to thank you for it because <laughs> that, that metal gets cold. Absolutely. You can get the silicone tips that go on there too. Just make sure you get the ones with the little cleaning things so you can clean the straws yeah. as well. Otherwise, it might literally be your last straw as you die from dysentery. Ew. That probably won't really happen. Oh, another really good idea would be some hand sanitizer. Speaking of getting sick. That's right. So for those cruisers in your life that are... Dirty-handed? Dirty. <laughs> dirty-handed or don't want to be dirty-handed. Oh. Yes, washy-washy, as they say on board. You got to keep your hands clean so you keep from getting all the germs and ruin your cruise and possibly everybody else's. So wash your hands with soap and water, but when you have no soap and water, use hand sanitizer. They do have hand sanitizer stations all over the ship, but what about in port? What if you're in an area where there is no hand sanitizer on the ship? Have your own little portable one, and you're good to go. Absolutely. Another thing that you might run into while you're on the ship is some downtime. And so if you've got some downtime, one of the ways people like to get through that downtime is by reading a book. A book, it could be a physical thing made out of paper. It can be an electronic thing made out of nooks or Kindles or iPads. It can be any of those things and you can give all of those as a gift for that book reader in your life. So I usually do Audible. So I usually do an audio book. So oh. maybe not just that book Nook or Kindle, but Audible credits or Audible subscription? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Now, if, if you're going to do that, though, 
I have one thing I got a I got a little bone to pick with you. The le- the thing that I hate is when I'm trying to relax somewhere at the beach or at the pool, and there's somebody blasting their Stephen King novel. I can't stand it. There's like, rah 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 rah. You know what I'm talking about? Like like that's just loud. Like the kids today, they're they're playing they're playing their Fifty Shades of Grey. It's really loud. There's a way to fix that, Matt. Turn it off. Throw it in the water. No, don't do that. Get them some headphones. Headphones. Brilliant. Headphones are a great idea. Not only for them, but for me. So that way, if there is somebody blasting their whatever, I don't have to listen to it. I can put on the headphones. That's a really good idea. Hmm. Now, if you are one of those music or audible blasters, then you could get yourself a Bluetooth speaker. But please be respectful of your fellow cruisers if you do that. Uh, Bluetooth speakers can go pretty loud, and you want to make sure that uh, you're not playing it to where it's annoying other people. Blast at an appropriate level. That's right. How about some towel clips? How about them? I mean, I would like some. So, So towel clips... Have you ever used towel clips? No, but I've seen them, and they're usually really cute. You can get cute ones. You can get, like, bird ones and alligator ones and I saw some ones. flip-flop ones. Yes, yes. And those are nice because they'll hold your towel in place. They clip your towel? They do, especially. Now, we have it for on the ship, which can be important because it might be windy. Also, you can use them in port, but you know what you shouldn't do? I don't. You shouldn't hog the chairs with your towels and your towel clips. Only sit in the chair. Only use the chairs. Only reserve the chairs when you're sitting in them. You know, don't like go put your towel clips on at 5 a.m. and then come back at 11:30 strolling up and everybody's hadn't having a place to sit because you have your towel clips sitting on the chair. If you do that, they should steal your towel clips and give them to somebody who needs them. I probably would. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd feel awful if I did that. But towel clips are pretty cool. I have seen people use like the big dollar store. Um, laundry clips, those work really well. They're just not as, they're, they're less expensive, but they're just not as cool and as fun. Yeah. I actually got my mom some towel clips as a gift one time. So that's a, an actual gift I have gotten. Yeah, I can't remember if they were, I feel like they were probably alligators if, or crocodiles if I got them from my mom, but it might have been birds or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, you can get things. me some too, but I don't like birds, so. So back to alligators. Maybe we can find some sharks. I told you I saw those flip flops. Oh, is that was that a hint? Maybe. Okay. All right. We can we can see about that. Now another way to mark things that are yours is by marking yourself as yours, and and you can do that with your your sail and sign card, your ship card, and uh, and you can carry it in your pocket if you want. But you can also get a lanyard. You can buy one on board, but you can also buy one ahead of time. That's a really good idea. Most of my clothes don't come with pockets. There you go. And instead of asking me to carry all your stuff, you can carry a lanyard and then you have it for yourself. Plus, you should have your own ship card on you, not have it with somebody else. Because then if you forget and you guys split and go different ways, suddenly you can't get into your room or buy anything. You want to split up with me? No, that's not what I said. I mean, if we were like, if I was going to the Jacques Cousteau trivia and you were going to Harry Potter trivia, then we would be in different trivias. I don't think that'll ever happen because they'll never have a Jacques Cousteau trivia. But if they did, I would win. That's all I'm saying is I would win Jacques Cousteau trivia. Good to know. Yes. So a lanyard. And you could even get lanyards. We don't have a fantastic cruising lanyard. But I know there are some other YouTubers and such that have some cool lanyards you can get. So, you know, 
if you follow people on YouTube or podcasts, you might be able to get a, a special lanyard. Maybe someday there'll be a fantastic cruising lanyard. I don't know, but there's not right now. Maybe there should be. Maybe there should be. If you want a fantastic cruising lanyard, let us know, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. I can't make any promises, but, you know, if we get enough demand, we will supply it. Let's do it. Maybe. If we get it. Anyways, um, how about a bottle of wine? Well, I mean, I'm drinking a beer right now. I don't really need any wine. Not for you. Oh. For the cruiser in your life. Oh, for you. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea because you can take those on board, right? Yeah. And usually when I go, I buy like a cheap bottle because I've spent all my money on the cruise. Yeah. So if you want to get me a nice fancy bottle. Right, right. If you want to keep Kimbra from bringing on the Strawberry Hill onto the cruise ship, then you can get her a nice bottle of wine. And I, and I mean, whoever the cruiser is in your life. Or Kimbra. Or Kimbra. And then uh, and then they have a, a nicer bottle and they didn't have to pay for it. And then, then they have it. They think of you on the ship. How amazing is that? That would be super great. But why even bother bringing wine on board when you could get somebody the drink package? That would be a phenomenal idea. The only way I think I will ever have the drink package on a ship is if somebody gifted it to me because I don't drink enough to make it worth buying for myself. But you know, sometimes the best gifts are the things that people just wouldn't buy for themselves. And so somebody else gets it for them and you're like, wow, I would have never got this for myself, but now I'm going to really appreciate it. That's probably the only way I would be able to get the drink package because you got to drink a lot to get your money's worth. And I'll probably never get the drink package because I'll probably be cruising with you. And the only way I can get the drink package is if you get it too. So, yeah. So, sorry about that. But, uh, but hey, if you do have somebody going on a cruise and they like to knock a few back, that is a great way to help them out. Get them the drink package. It varies from ship to ship. Again, that's one of those things you probably can't surprise them with. But you can go, hey, I know you're going on this cruise. I want to know how much the drink package is because I'd like to purchase that for you. That's a good idea. Another idea, if that person in your life is not a huge drinker but likes to have some drinks, so it's not really worth the drink package, but you want to supply them with a few drinks here and there, <laughs> how about some onboard cruise credit? I could go for that. That's my style because I drink just enough that I could use some onboard credit or, you know, use it for other things, use it in the gift shop to buy the medicine I forgot or... Use it to go to that specialty restaurant. Use it on an excursion. Heck, if you get them a uh, cruise credit thing like we talked about earlier, like a gift card, they could buy their own drink package. That's true. So that's another option that you got. If you don't want to like make all the arrangements and stuff, just get them that gift certificate, and they can buy their own drink package. All right, on to the next category. This one is for ports. Four ports. Not four, like three, four, but four, like like a gift for somebody, like we're talking about, getting gifts for that cruiser in your life. Stuff they could use in the port. What's the first thing on there? But it is a full face mask. The very, very popular full face snorkel mask, which is a great gift for that snorkeler in your life, especially somebody that hasn't snorkeled a lot. It makes it really easy to snorkel. Absolutely. And, and it's got a great field of view. Yeah, that's how I started snorkeling, sort was, of. That was your that was your intro drug into snorkeling world. It was. Yeah. So the you know full face masks are super popular. They work really well. Uh, do a little research so you get one that is good that has all the appropriate number of ventilation outlets and things like that so that they are super safe. 
but uh, you can get them various prices. They've gone down. I've seen them 30, 40 bucks. Uh, you can get them cheaper, but probably a decent one. You're looking at probably 30, 40 bucks, or you could pay more if you know that's just what you want to do. Or you can go all out and just do the whole snorkel kit and caboodle. Well, who would do that as a gift? I don't know. Who? Look, okay, this is what happened. We went to Orlando, and there's some really good dive shops there. Some things happened. Some stuff went down. I was planning on getting Kimbra a full set of snorkel gear for Christmas. Well, I was not able to wait because of something that happened with my Christmas gift, which I'm sure we will talk about soon, which got spoiled by things that happened. So I decided fair is fair, and since there's a big dive shop here, I'm just going to go ahead and, and get her her gift. So Kimbra got a full package, snorkel, fins, mask, even the booties. She got the booties. I got the booties. And so she is all set. We actually went today and gave it a test run in the spring to, to try it out, make sure everything was good, cope aesthetic, and uh, it was pretty successful. It was awesome. So, yeah, if you have somebody in your life that you think would like to snorkel, get them some snorkel gear. Absolutely. Now, again, that is something that if you're going to get them a cheap set, eh, I have mixed feelings about that, but if you're going to get them good snorkeling gear, they need to try it on. If you're not sure how all that works, um, over on the Fantastic Studios YouTube channel, you can still find my old Fantastic Guide to Snorkeling videos where I go over and break down the mask fin snorkels and what the different things are and how to try them on and how to know what works for you. And if you have any other questions, you know, I like talking about snorkeling, so just send them my way, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. And after you've gotten them their new snorkel gear, you should probably get them some mask defog. Well, I mean, they could just spit in it. They could spit in it. Spit is also a brand of defog. It is, or you could just make your own. Yes. Um, along with that is some scrub. I We learned today yes. that... We needed to get some scrub. So if you buy a mask, a, a fairly decent mask, and it's important that it is a glass mask, so this don't do this with the full face mask because you will mess them up. But if you get a regular mask, during the process of making those masks, they get a, how many times can I say the word mask? They get a thin layer of silicone on them, which keeps defogs from working. So what you have to do in the olden days, what we did is we bought some toothpaste, not tooth gel, and we rubbed it in the mask, and that basically was just abrasive enough to get rid of that silicone layer, and then you could apply your defog. That's what I used to use. Nowadays, uh, toothpastes are made a little bit differently. It may still work, but they make a product called Mask Scrub. There's different brands, and they work really, really well, and they're not that expensive. You can get them at any local dive shop. You can get it off Amazon, and it'll do a really good job, and you know it's 100% safe for your mask. So you got to do this. Usually you have to do it a few times and repeat it, and that way you get that layer off. I recommend if you get somebody's snorkel gear, have them check it and use it if they can before they go snorkeling, or bring that scrub with them and try it in the pool on the ship. Like Make sure you got the defog working, because the last thing you want to do is go on that cool excursion. You're swimming around looking at the fish, and your mask keep fo keeps fogging up. That's just going to ruin 
your day and then you can't fix it until you're done. So get them some mask defog, some mask scrub, and uh, you whole, got a whole snorkel thing. Yes, the whole kit and caboodle, as I say. Now, I mentioned you got Das und Booties, mm-hmm. but uh, even if you don't have the booties, you could still get some water shoes to use or get that cruiser in your life, some water shoes. Those you don't have to be as particular about. You just got to know their shoe size. And water shoes are good to have if you're walking around a lot of these places. You know, people are afraid of sharks. What they should really have more fear of is stepping on like a broken bottle or a seashell because that's where most injuries actually happen on the beach. So wear some water shoes. You don't have to worry about that. Also, I know it's like white sand, but sometimes it gets a little hot on your tootsies. One of the worst injuries I've ever had on a cruise, I haven't had that many injuries on cruises, but I did have this one. I burnt my feet so bad they were all blistered, all kinds of blistered, because I was walking around uh, on like hot sand. And I mean, it was bad. Like I couldn't walk on my feet very well for like the next two days. So definitely... Some water shoes can come in handy. Do you have water shoes? No. Well, I do. Yeah, sort of. Kind of. I don't know. Maybe I'll put that on your list. I had some. I lost them recently. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, maybe I need to get some. Okay. So another thing would be a good mesh bag or beach bag. Yeah. Yeah, that could come in handy. I guess you got to have something to carry all that stuff we just talked about in. Yeah. So... You got to carry your snorkel, your fins, your mask, your towels. Don't forget your towel. That was for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans out there. Don't forget your towel. There's all thing, kinds of things out in the universe that want to kill you, do you, eat you. You got to know where your towel's at. It's something like that. It's, al- it's almost a direct quote. Okay. So, yeah, mesh bag. And that's really good because if you're at the beach or somewhere where you're getting your stuff wet, it's going to go through the mesh and not stay at the bottom of that bag. Which is nice. And the sand goes through there, too, which is good. Because if you have just like a duffily bag, then it's you're going to bring a lot of sand back with you, which you don't want that all up in your stateroom. But you do want to keep some stuff dry. And so one way to do that is by using a dry bag. So another good gift idea for that cruiser in your life is a dry bag. You can get them in all different shapes and sizes and they can keep your things that you don't want to get wet. Like maybe if you have some cash or paper of any sort or just anything that you don't want water on, put it in the dry bag and it'll keep it dry like it implies. Or waterproof phone case. Oh, that's another good thing. I don't necessarily want water on my phone, although it is sort of waterproof. Don't you like so, it? Sort of. It's sort of waterproof. It's maybe waterproof, it's depending waterproof-ish. on... ish Yeah, or probably not. So how about just a waterproof phone case? Then you can even use it as like a camera, an underwater camera, if you, uh, if you so desire, and get quality images, or at least images, out of that through the plastic of the waterproof phone case. Some people get good stuff results with that, but yeah. But it can definitely keep your stuff dry. I use waterproof phone cases and put my camera batteries in there. If I'm not going to have a place where I'm parked up at the at the beach, then I will do that, take it with me so that, you know, nobody just walks off with my with my stuff. Of course, another way to get around that is to have a beach safe. If you have a beach safe, you can keep yourself safe at the beach. That's how it works. And you can lock them onto a palm tree, you can lock them onto a chair, 
You can lock them on to a small child, probably shouldn't do that, but you can lock it onto something and that'll keep your stuff safe in the safe, which is why it's called a safe. On the beach. On the beach. Perfect. Yes. Another thing you could get is a power bank. You and your banks. Didn't we already talk about a bank? A piggy bank. Now you got a power bank? Oh, power bank. Wait, no, tell me what's a power bank. A power bank, that's one of those bank little of power. things that you can plug your phone in and oh. charge it. So it's basically a charger on the go. Oh, I could see how that could come in handy. Because your phone, if you're not keeping it in that waterproof phone case, it might run low of a charge. So you, uh, you're, on the, you're at the beach, you're at a port, you got no power, you can't plug in. Boom. You got twice as much phone charge. Or you could buy like four or five banks and then you go for days. I actually have one that I charged my phone on for an entire cruise. Nice. Yeah. There you go. And that could solve your problem if you have absolutely too many USB things you have to charge. Then you can just use that, and that's one less thing you have to deal with. Yeah. Or at least as often. Very cool. Now, another thing you can do is if that cruiser in your life is going to be going cruising, you can you can get them excursions. Or, you know, like we talked about the gift card, they could use that for excursions. But, you know, you can even book these if you know what they want to do. And it's outside of the cruise line. You could you could make arrangements there. You probably want to check with them first before you just spring a cruise excursion on them. But uh, I know that excursions are one of the expenses that I have when I go on a cruise. And if it's paid for, that's one less thing that I have to worry about. So yeah, they can they can be pricey too. Absolutely. Especially if it's like a family or something. You know, get them get them a couple of their excursions paid for. They're good to go. Yeah, send that whole family to play with stingrays. Send, I thought you were going to say send them to hell if they were like in <laughs> Grand Cayman. Send that whole family to hell. Sorry, this is the holiday episode. I shouldn't say that. But anyway, uh, we have one more category, and that's just overall cruising. Yeah, just, just so overall cruise stuff cruise. that could be used in any of the before categories or yes yes any of the previous categories just previous that's a word for previous before also known as before categories <laughs> the previous or before categories are as follows no uh, so yeah so we had a few things that didn't really fit quite anywhere else so what what do we have on that list kimbra go the first thing on the list is a selfie stick a selfie stick so if you um if you need a stick for yourself it's different than a walking stick. Selfie stick, everybody knows what a selfie stick is, right? Absolutely. These can come in handy. Hey, get them a waterproof one, and then they can take it snorkeling with them. With all their new snorkel gear. With all their new snorkel gear, and they can get the close-up shot of that spiny lobster. Be, look, people, I, I see this way too often. People, like, shoving cameras with selfie sticks into little holes, and the poor fish are in there like, no! Be respectful with these things. And for whatever you do, don't hit me with your selfie stick. Like, I've been smacked with selfie sticks, too, because people aren't watching where they're going. So be all I'm saying is, you know, uh, responsible. Be responsible. With great power comes great responsibility. I think that's a quote we've heard four or five hundred times. So in the case of selfie sticks, responsibility. Now, if you have a selfie stick, you need something to put on it. Because if it's just a selfie stick by itself, it that's just stupid. So what you got to do with the selfie stick is you got to attach a camera. And that leads me back to the Christmas gift that um, that got ruined. 
And by ruined, I just mean spoiled, not actually, it wasn't actually ruined. I hope it wasn't ruined. No, it wasn't ruined. You were going to get me a extraordinarily expensive video camera called a Paralens. Yes. Which is which is a new scuba camera, which looks very interesting, but it's untested and it's way overpriced. And uh, and I found out uh, because I was going to buy a new GoPro because I need a new camera, and the new GoPros are finally good enough that I I feel like. Uh, Sony hasn't come out with a new one. I like the FDRX 3000, but that's like ancient in camera terms. And the newest GoPro kind of appealed to me. I've had bad luck with GoPros, but I thought I'll give them another chance. And it was Black Friday and they were knocking 50 bucks off and I have a Best Buy card. And I was like, ah, and you were like, but that's kind of what I was going to get you for Christmas. So what happened we got you a GoPro. Got me a GoPro. About a month early. Yep. But, you know, that's all right because we got your snorkel gear. We got to practice with GoPros and you got to practice with snorkel gear. And we'll be really ready to go when we go on the cruise. That's right. In February. So a GoPro is a really good gift or similar camera of sorts. There are a lot of underwater cameras out there. And like we said, you can even use your phone with an underwater case. Of course, there's different qualities and and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, the older GoPros are actually still really good cameras. The uh, Sony FDRX 3000 is, is still one of my favorite cameras. It has some really cool technology in it that accounts for different colors when when you go underwater the light gets kind of filtered to where different colors don't come through uh gopro still hasn't figured that one out i don't know why but um yeah you don't you can spend a little bit or a lot on a camera and uh definitely get some quality some decent quality footage i mean a gopro four or five is going to be amazing and you can get those really cheap now so that's a good it's a good gift idea Absolutely. Or get them a Hero 8 Black because that those are amazing. And so far, good good stuff. Yeah, we, we filmed today and, um, uh, yeah, got some really crisp, beautiful footage. So can't wait to, to give that some more some more work. Well, another option would be some binoculars. Binoculars? Yeah. What, and where would you use those? So you could use those on the ship, so if you're looking for those cruise creatures out in the... Ooh, like boobies. I like to look for boobies with binoculars. Matthew. Oh, the birds. The blue-footed booby. It's a common seabird. Okay. And frigate birds. Mm-hmm. But I like to say boobies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Men. Anyway, you can get... Yeah, binoculars can come in handy on the ship and also at certain ports. Uh, you're maybe doing a river cruise in Belize and you're looking for some birds there, binoculars. If you're going on an Alaska cruise and you don't have binoculars, then you're doing it wrong. you got to have binoculars on that Alaska cruise. So definitely a great gift, a nice pair of binoculars. Now, if you're having the cruise blues or you're on a cruise and you just want to represent your love of cruising, you can get some cruise swag like shirts, hats, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff that you can wear. And you can get some fantastic cruising merch or some fantastic studios merch. 
you can get that over on Teespring. Look for the link in the notes. But also a lot of other people out there have lots of cool shirts. And there's just generic crew shirts out there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Also, if you're going to get a hat, it could be a fun, like, fantastic cruising hat. But it could also just be a more practical, like, you know, hat with, a like, a, a large brim, like a, like a beach hat or something like that. Yeah, one of those hats that has the thingy in the back to cover your neck. Yeah, that's kind. Of, it's kind of like the mullet of hats. I hate those things. Yeah. But they, I mean, they serve a purpose, unlike the mullet. But they. Uh, but yeah, I just don't like them. I mean, if you do, I'm sorry. One it's of those subjective. fancy lady hats with the really wide brim, so yes. you look fancy. Yes, you could do that. You could do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that way, maybe you won't need this if you have a wide enough brim. But um, but sunscreen. You should always use sunscreen, whether you have a hat with a brim or not. <laughs> sunscreen is important uh, try and get reef safe stuff if you're going to be going into the water and uh, another great thing especially if you have kids or people that are like me who want to go snorkeling get them a rash guard that's another kind of shirt that you can get them but of course what is the ultimate gift the ultimate gift matt what is the ultimate gift for that cruiser in your life a cruise get him a cruise yes not tom cruise but a cruise, an actual cruise. Wow, that is that, that is a gift. That would be a gift. We almost got one of those. We, we came close. But look, no cruiser out there is going to get a gift of a cruise and be like, oh, you know what? I didn't really want that. I got this last year. And um, no, if you can afford it and it's expensive uh, and you can get somebody a cruise, that's amazing. Absolutely. You could just give them cash, I guess. Towards the cruise, but that's not as much it's not fun. Not quite the same. It'd be they might spend that on something practical. That would be it's not. A, like, you're saying a cruise is not practical. I mean, I'm saying it's. I mean, I think it's practical, but they might spend it on like bills or something. If cruising isn't practical, then what is the point of what we're doing? Fair point. It's practically. I don't know what. Practical. Practical. So, yes, get them a cruise. Get us a cruise. No, don't get us a cruise. We don't really mean that. I mean, unless you're, like, loaded with lots and lots of money and just have nothing better to do. But seriously, cruise would be an amazing gift. Number one gift. (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. That is our over 50 different items that you could get for the cruiser in your life. Hey, did we forget anything? If we did, send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the next podcast. Yeah. Now, your gift from us this week is that you're getting a little bit longer podcast than usual because it took us a long time to get through that list, but it's everything's so important. We just don't want to leave anything off the list. But we still have stuff to do. We still have stuff to talk about. What are we missing, Matt? The cruise creature. The cruise creature. Why did we wait until the end of the episode for the cruise creature? Well, it was either that or the very beginning. I mean, we could have done like a commercial break in the middle you know we interrupt this program to bring you the cruise creature this week's cruise creatures is brought to you by creatures of the cruising life (laughs) it's that cruise creature life anyway we were looking for something that was sort of holiday inspired and uh and i thought you know we haven't done a lot of bony fish we did do the porcupine fish a couple episodes back but you know what we haven't done is the angelfish. Ooh, there's lots of those. There are lots of those. And it can be confusing because there are a lot of different fish that get called angelfish, including some freshwater fish, which are 
totally different than the type you'd see in the Caribbean. Now, there are angelfish all over the world in the oceans as well, but we're going to focus on the species that you will likely see if you, if you go snorkeling or scuba diving throughout the Caribbean. So to start with, the one that I see probably more than any other species is called the gray angelfish. Guess what color they are? Purple. No. Guess again. Yellow. They do have some yellow on them sometimes, but they are actually gray. Oh. Now, of course, angelfish have that sort of typical angelfish look to them. It's, I, You can look them up, but I think most of you are probably sort of familiar with the angelfish look, most likely. The gray angelfish is a pretty bland gray. Sometimes they have a little bit of yellow highlights here and there, but for the most part, they're just a large gray angelfish. But one that's not all gray is the French angelfish. The French angelfish is mostly a black. It's got a gray face and it has little yellow lines on the edges of its scales all over the main part of its body. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And these are representative of, or somebody saw them and thought they reminded them of, the City of Lights, Paris. And so that's how they got the name French angelfish. And that also makes them really easy to remember. Because when you see this large black angelfish with beautiful yellow rimmed scales, you know that that is the French angelfish. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Now, another one that you may see that I see quite often is called the blue angelfish. And guess what color it is? Purple. Sometimes it is a little bit purple, but mostly it's gray. And you go, well, Matt, you said the gray angelfish is gray. Aha, I did. But the blue angelfish definitely has some yellow along the ends of its fins. And it has some blue along the top, especially right above the eyes. And those little fins on the side, which are the pectoral fins, usually have some blue coloration as well. So the blue angelfish is a fairly common one, but can be easily mistaken for Her Majesty herself, the queen angelfish. Ooh. Yes, she is royalty. Like the blue angelfish, she is a gray to sometimes yellowish color with more, a little bit more blue on her, a little bit more yellow. Her tail and face is usually yellow. But the distinguishing feature on this fish is that right above her eyes, instead of just a kind of light blue blob, there is a usually a dark blue circle with a light blue circle around it. And that is kind of like a crown, like a queen's crown. That's why it's called the queen angelfish. So are all queen angelfishes queens? No, they are not. But, um, but some of them are. Some of them are. There's more than one queen. It's not a proper monarchy in the angelfish world. Okay. Now, it, it's interesting you say that, though, because one of the things that makes fish identification very challenging is that fish look a lot different, a lot of them do, as they go through their, their lifespan. So if you look up these different species of angelfish in a field guide, you will see that their juvenile phases, when they're little babies, looks totally different. And as they grow, they sort of go through sometimes phases or just transitioning between the baby look and the adult look. Other fish, like parrotfish, are even more confusing because they have multiple stages in their life which are totally different beyond just baby and uh, a, adult. So there's can be really confusing with that as well. It's too much. It's too much. But let me tell you, that, that spot on the queen angelfish's head 
It's called what we call an oscillated spot because it's like a spot with a ring around it. So if you hear somebody say oscillated spot, that's what they're talking about. And there's one other angelfish that I see commonly, but not as commonly in the Caribbean. And that one is kind of my favorite, mostly just because I don't see them as often. And it is called the Rock Beauty. Thank you. You What? Oh, you, you're not calling me a beauty? The Rock Beauty. I'm talking about angelfish. You don't think I'm an angel? Oh, well, we can talk about that later. But anyway, the Rock Beauty is a beautiful angelfish. And it is very bright yellow on its head, its tail, its fins, and sort of an outline around it. And then it has the large part of portion of its body is sort of a black. Sometimes it looks a little bit blue, but that's probably just the water uh, color. It's very solid, very like, whereas the other ones sort of more fade in and out of colors. It's a, it's a very distinct lines. You'll know it if you see it. So those are the four species of angelfish that I see quite often. And uh, you can see them in various types of habitats, whether it's a rocky, rubbly, kind of broken up coral area close to shore or a proper coral reef. Sometimes you may even see them around grass flats, but they're fairly common and there's a good chance that if you go snorkeling or scuba diving in the Caribbean, you're gonna run into one of these angelfish. That's really cool. So there is your cruise creature for the week. Listen, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun for us to go through and find all these different gift ideas. And uh, maybe if you if you get one of these for somebody, let us know if you, if you buy one of these items. Whether you thought of it on your own or not, doesn't matter. Just let us know if, you, if you're shopping for any cruise people and you get cruise stuff because it'd be fun fun to find out just don't we won't spoil it for him let us know if we shouldn't say it on the podcast well matt i think it's time to wrap things up oh put a bow on it so let's head for the horizon and seize the day okay have a fantastic week everybody So, for Fantastic Studios, we're doing a segment called Towel Animal Tuesday. And we have discovered that making towel animals is really hard. Who knew? Not me, or I would not have come <laughs> up with Towel Animal Tuesday. Well, some of them are not so bad. That's true. The elephant's pretty easy. Yep, some of them are not too bad. But uh, there are definitely some that are a challenge Especially when you when you try and look them up like on other videos or going by books, trying to figure out how to fold them, and it isn't always super clear. That's why we're trying to make these super clear instructional videos. It's uh, yeah, we've had some we've had some challenges. The snowman was an epic fail. If anybody knows how to make that snowman, please let us know because I couldn't for with, the life of me without clips. Like we could have done it with like clips. Maybe. But we're trying to do it, you know, as natural. Like, I know that I've seen that snowman on the cruise ship, and I can't, for anything, figure out how to do it. <laughs> Basically, it won't stay rolled. That's no. the problem. The, the folds aren't bad. It's just they won't stay yeah. balled up. Like so a if snowman. you know how to do that snowman, please let me I know. I bet they use clips. 
You think they use clips? They might use clips, clothespins. I don't safety know. Pins. I, don't I guess know. maybe. Anyway, we're gonna keep trying. We're gonna do one, uh, one a month instead of one a week. Cause That's we, the plan. Yeah, because otherwise we would spend every waking hour learning how to fold new towel animals. And we want to make sure that when we do these videos, they will be super informative and easy to follow. Absolutely, towel animal Tuesday coming to Fantastic Studios near you. If we don't throw in the towel. But um.